This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. It's a moment. It is the moment. It is a red, orange, yellow moment. I'm so excited. I'll burn it up. I didn't I'm ask her about Jesse J. I'm... Oh my God. She knows Jesse J. Their best friend. We today on the pod, we have the one and only Miss Tinta burnt her. We this didn't we so also fun. didn't ask her about her name. Oh, meth? It's meth. But I wanted to hear it out of her mouth, her new mouth. We Listen, had a great chat, a though. Fun, it just yeah, flowed so lovely. a really good time, and then I think she got a little nervous around us towards the end, but that was fine. <laughs> well, uh, no Jesse J and no meth talk. We really got into everything else with Tina Burner. So enjoy the episode. Goodbye. First choice is a bingo bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you slops, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Are you ready for some Sloppy Seconds? I'm Big Dipper and that's Meatball. And welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Hi, Meatball. You Now, you started the show uh, before we even recorded. You said you saw someone get fisted last night? Uh, I meant two nights ago while I was at Folsom Fair Festival. Welcome to the world. Now, you've seen it before, but you've never seen it in person, Not in huh? person. Not in person. Not right up next to it. And I can tell you, it is luby. Or maybe they were just using a lot, but it was like dripping like off of the guy's arm. Yeah. I don't know how any. It just seems so messy. It it's is. Like, you know when you like get wet, and, but you're fully clothed at an amusement park, and you're just upset about it until you dry off. I feel well, like I that's told, what it would be like, but like in your butt. I told you that I flew on a plane with wet sneakers. Remember that? Ugh. I'm sure everyone around you loved that. Listen, these are all topics of conversation we want to get into with our special guest today. Yes, absolutely. She is an icon, a drag legend. She invented red, yellow, and orange. Ronald McDonald's mistress. It's the one and only Tina Burner. Ew. Fire. Yep, that's right. It's fire. It's fire. Mr. Fire, McDonald's. Fire. fire, honey. Hi, oh, Tina. I, I feel like it's Beavis and Butthead. We're like, fire, fire. 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 Um, hi. <laughs> hi, how yeah, are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I am just great. I'm exhausted, but if you're not exhausted, you're not doing drag. So I that's, that's you know, life. And you've had a very, yeah. very busy summer. It seems like you're spending a lot of time in Fire Island. I did. I decided um, I, I still, I've done Fire Island for many, many years and I wanted to keep like the gig, but it got a little tricky because I'd be there on like Fridays and I'd fly out like across the country on Saturdays to come back on Sundays. And so it was, um, uh, it was something. So uh, <laughs> now it's over. 
now it's over and I'm going to take many trips to the clinic and to just make sure I didn't catch anything but Lyme disease. So that'll be great. <laughs> what, are, what are the things one can catch on Fire Island? I've never been to Fire Island. Me either. Well, so, yeah, so Fire Island is one of the most beautiful places. What can one catch? Well, yeah. um, every everything would be the answer. Plus, you have the lovely risk of running a Lyme disease because the deer out there are just riddled with it. So they're like zombie walking dead deer. And uh, yeah, so you just want to make sure you don't, you know, catch that. So, and how do you, crossed, don't you, know? don't the deer just like walk up on you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I even, a really funny story once I dressed in a deer onesie because huh? we used to have these like onesie parties and I thought it was really <laughs> funny to get on all fours and like go down the boardwalk. And then there was a buck that came out and he started like moving his paw and he's going to charge me. And I just like kind of froze there. Thank God oh. I was wasted because I probably would have been scared. So, oh, oh he was going to charge you, not try to mount you. Oh, I thought you. he was trying to mount you. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, that too. I mean, that's why you have those flaps on the back of those onesies with the buttons, like old school. <laughs> <you know? laughs> we talk we often on this about show. You. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. What were you going to say? <laughs> You're like, about, about ass onesies. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I was going to say, we talk a lot about sex on this show. And we talk a lot about, we've been talking a lot about cruising. And I know that um, Fire Island has like a pretty notorious area for cruising. Is that correct? The meat rack, Henny. Yes, it's oh, called the is, meat rack. What is that? Where is that? So the meat rack is between, so there's the pines and the grove is like the main gay section of Fire Island. So, like, you have the pines with all your, you know, oosh, 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 muscle queens, and they're, you know, their million-dollar homes. And then you have the Grove, which primarily used to be almost like a, just like a lesbian section, but now it's just become a very, like, mixed kind of, like, more laid-back, you know, section where there's a, a lot of drag is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, it's a spot in between where you get to walk, you know, to the one or the other one, the ferry stop, you know, running. And, like, back in the day, it used to be, like, you would just go in there for sex, and people would hide in these little trails so it's Ooh. like great. I mean, I would love to just go in there and like I would climb up a tree and then just fall out of it when people are walking by just to you know, fuck <laughs> the people. <laughs> like, I mean, you for at any time of the night, you might see someone, you know, tied to a tree or uh, you can see a lot of things going on. Not as much. I don't think anymore. I think as it's, you know, back in the day it used to be the heyday. But now it's yeah. like if you're go- if you're going in there, it's sad, baby. It's just sad for you. Uh, but uh, I feel like uh, maybe apps. And like the availability of just That's, looking up yeah. with like people have really yep. fucked with cruising. But That's what happened. Do you mm-hmm. find that you can't be a cruisier person now because of your celebrity? Um, I feel that I get reported for not being me a lot on Grinder. Oh! And, they, oh, really? and they, block, they block my account because people like um people block it and they say that it's not me, which I find really funny. And I actually like posted something about it. And it was really funny because Grinder got back right away and they're like, here's a free month. And I was like, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just one free month and Just we will get you blocked month. again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, it's, there's definitely been some situations. I, not too like long ago, I think I hooked up with somebody and I happened to be like out of town on a gig. And at the end of it, they're like, can we take a picture together? And I was like, no. And then um, just because I was like, what a weird thing to say after, you know? But the best part about it was uh, he then asked, he was like, Will you do, my, do you mind if I take a picture with your wig? <laughs> they always and I went, put the wig on. And I went, no, he just wanted to take a picture of my wig. Uh, like, it was the weirdest thing. And I was like, yeah, have a great time. Take a picture. Uh, we've told, I've told the story on the podcast numerous times. But one time I hooked up with someone in Boston. And then, like, the next morning we turned the lights on. And there was a picture of me on their wall. Nice. And nice. it was horrifying. And then I like took an Instagram video of it and I was like, get me out of here. Uh-huh. 
I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, let's talk about celebrity. Let's talk about your season 13 journey, which was very mm-hmm. exciting. You've been auditioning for Drag Race for a long time, right? I, I always like to say it's like uh, BC. It's like almost before Charles. I've been doing it so long. Um, before Charles. It's, uh, it's no, I did it for a long time. I think there are probably seven auditions. I'm sure in wow. there hiding around. That's so like much long, work. It is a lot ever, of work. Have you ever shown those audition tapes? Would you ever let the world see them? No. no. <laughs> I mean, no, there is. There is. What they're gonna say, and there is this really good one, and I wish I could find that one. That I, I filmed my my looks on uh, the Chelsea Piers and like I would go into a porter potty and every time I'd come out of the porter potty I'd be in a new outfit uh, and like, like I was just running in so it was like a really fun it's fun things like that I mean but honestly yeah I, I look at all of them and I'm proud of all of them but it's just you know you change so much in your drag and I think when when you're meant to do it you're meant to do it and mm-hmm. I think with anything in life you know when it's there it's there but um yeah I think a lot of people audition a lot and i think a lot of people give up and because they get frustrated but like if you don't put the hard work in i mean you're never going to get there so you got to keep doing what you want to do it's it's like a goal you just want to reach a goal reach a goal and you filmed during i mean obviously the craziest production ever of drag race now as they continue to film they're sort of used to the protocol but they were developing the the covid protocol while oh. you guys were filming, like, did you feel like us. at any given moment you would get shut down? No, I, I honestly, and, and I talked about it before. It's just like, they went above and beyond making us like feel safe. And it was above and beyond with the protocols and how they, you know, did everything. And so like, I don't think. It's I crazy because you were filming before there was even a vaccine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, so it was, crazy. It was it, the, the main part which was the crazy part was getting ready for it. Mm. Cause like I was, you know, I'm in New York. So like New York was on the hard shutdown. Mm-hmm, so right. like there was nothing like if I wanted fabric, luckily over the years, I built relationships with people in the store. So they would have to open it for me to just get fabric because there was no, wow. you, you couldn't get anything. You know, uh, everybody was like busy and like, it's, you know how it is. It's very hush hush situation. So yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to come across things. And so like even getting wigs, I remember like wigs were like, there's a wig stuff. shortage. So, they had like no a wig shortage. It was, girl, it was. Yeah. It you're really like, was. I it, have a very important gig. And they're like, you're doing bingo on zoom diva. I'm not opening my fabric. That's what I'm shop. Saying. You're like, I yeah. need it. Right. And that's, and that's the, <laughs> that was the funny thing of part it because like, it wasn't the exact package that I wanted to bring. Of course not. Because like I had all these huge ideas, but like you just couldn't get them done. And so I was just like, but you don't say no, you know, I don't, yeah, right. I, I was asked and I said, you know what, I'm going to do me and I'm going to go. And, you know, I'm proud of what I did. And I, I had a great time. So I have yeah. no regrets about it. Absolutely. And you're responsible for some of the most iconic moments on that season. I was talking the bee chasing scene. I oh, watched yeah. that <laughs> all the time. It was the so... three of you just like skipping around. It was so good. I, but it was, I was literally like, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a locust. I don't know, like, <laughs> if it was, you know, God's wrath or whoever they say coming. But it was a large, large bug. And I was, yeah, terrified. I hate, yeah, flying creatures are weird. Like, flying, like, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to name some more iconic moments. Go for it. Yeah. You putting Rosé in drag. Do you I think mean, that I- she did a good job of impersonating you on the runway? And that's really funny you asked that question. Um, 
I, first of all, I think what I did was genius. Um, <laughs> I think, I think that the challenge was, and I think a lot of people were like getting like, you no, know, oh, this person, this and that person, that and I was like, the challenge was to turn somebody into like a doppelganger and like act like the person. And I think that's what Rose and I did. Yeah. She, you know, she clearly over-exaggerated me, which made me like laugh really hard. Cause like, <laughs> I think it's funny when fucking people do that. And like, same with me. I was just like, yes, I'm turning. Yes. I'm this. I'm <laughs> you were just my fantasy. Like, Tight yes. I'm like, yes, honey. I am Rose. <laughs> I was like, I, I ended up looking like pheromone, I think for some reason. I don't know why. I like in that pink, it was just, it. yeah, I think we did a great job. I had a good time with it. I would have never, when I found out she was my partner, I was just laughing because like we never <laughs> honestly spent time together that much in uh, New York. So it's like we got the most time to spend each other. We had a great time. I thought it was funny as fuck. So, but that meme lives like rent free in my mind. It's just oh, yeah. like, and when somebody posted, they were like, it's like when you leave the house and you think you've left the k- kitchen stove on and you're like, you know, it was just trying to like, it's just, there's so many great things that came out of it. And that's the thing too, is like, whether it was like red, orange or yellow, or there's that, whether it's a lot, I mean, you know, love me or hate me, but like, I made sure that I was going to go into that show and be memorable because there's so many seasons yes. and there's so many contestants. And if you can't stand out from the crowd, then you're not doing it. I mean, you did it. Anytime anyone sees red, orange, and yellow together, they'll take a picture and tag you on Instagram. Like, oh, every day, every day. There was like, there was like thirty today, and I just <laughs> laugh, and it still keeps going yeah. on. And like, they're the stupidest ones, but some of them like make me laugh so hard. And so that's like, yeah, I love it. I'm there that, for it. Yeah, totally. Let, well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about that. better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff 
Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we're back. So it, what's interesting <laughs> is what you've said about making a memorable impression because as queer artists and as drag artists and you, before you were on um, uh, Drag Race, you were doing big scale shit and producing mm-hmm. your own content. And so uh-huh. I think it's a really unique position to go on a show like that and give them because they film you for hours for every episode, right? So give them all of this content and then have no idea what it's going to be like until you oh, yeah. see it on TV. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's definitely a bit, <laughs> it's a bit of a mind fuck because you you do like you do leave and then you, you know you filmed it a while ago and then it's going to air and you're just like you kind of relive it, but you forget like what parts you're going to relive. So it's you're watching it for the first time. So it is like. Oh God, am I in trouble? Oh God, what do I say? Because excuse me, if you know me, like I got a loud mouth. I'm mm-hmm. very, very forward. And I knew when I went on that show, I made a promise to myself that I was going to walk in and just be hundred percent me. Like no matter what my thoughts were, I don't want to guard them. I don't want to do anything because like, I think that's when it comes back to bite you in the ass is when you mm-hmm. try when to like overly calculate. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why, uh, you know, I'm very laid back and you know, sometimes I guess, I guess to a fault, some people would say, because like, it's a very like open experience and and that's what's great about it. I don't think there was anything that I watched and I went, oh, okay. I mean, of course there's always stuff, you know, that you forget or what was cut or. Was there anything that you forgot happened and then you were watching it and you're like, oh my God, I don't even remember that. Um, uh, no, I mean, pretty much. I remember it was, I'm going to be honest. Like it's, it's. <laughs> It's a surreal experience to watch it back. Mm-hmm. And I did find it uh, at first in the beginning, like just really hard to do because like, I don't know, you're just watching it and you're just like, oh, it's weird. You know, it's yeah. just weird to watch, but then you get comfortable with it and it's fine. And, you know, for someone, so many people that like hate you, there's, there's so many people that love you. So like, right. if you can, if you can grip that and you can be fine with it and just know that you're going to be fighting with six-year-olds online behind the screen, you know, for the whole entire <laughs> I mean, to it. Like, it's, also be a strong the thing, per- it's also the thing of like when you remember your own life or your own experiences, you don't remember that. Remember them with four camera angles, cutaways to other people's reactions and oh, yeah. sound effects. So <laughs> like, you're like, oh, I was there and I painted her or I wore this, but like I didn't wear this while you know Utica was saying something shady in her confessional <laughs> chair that they put underneath me like I was feeling my puss when I was walking down the road like that to me is yeah. the interesting thing and it, it just goes to like the credit of how great the editing on the show is because they make it entertaining start to oh. finish but I can imagine it being a total mindfuck of like wait what <laughs> I mean there is so many like sound effects that I'm just like I love it so much 
I'm there for it. It's like, it's like, it is like gay Christmas. Cause you watch and you go, Oh, that's shady. <laughs> I think one of the funniest ones that I laughed at is mine is when I was walking like the beads runway and I tore the, the belt off of the uh-huh. beads and it hit the floor, but it was just huge, loud sound. And it made, I don't know why, but it made me laugh so hard. I was like, sure says it was great. Right. You're like, yeah, that you're like, sure. You left that in, but you also pulled all the underscoring down. So everyone could hear that sound, but it was great. I was just like, Cause I did like, it's so funny. Cause I remember like it did make a loud sound, but I just thought it was funny that like when you watch it, you can hear it. Right. Of course. Well, that, at, yeah. post the show, you've like had such a huge glow up. You've, you've like changed your whole, um, color scheme. What's oh, up? well that too. The teeth. Yes. You, did teeth? you get new yeah, teeth? My, I sure did. Yeah. And I know that you got your, your chin sucked out on camera. What was that I sure, like? I sure did. Um, so I had a, a procedure a few years back and um, I, I had a lot of a procedure. I had a lot of scar tissue and it left like a lot of scarring and like build up on the side of my neck. And I remember watching the show and I could just see it. And it's weird when you watch it on camera. So when I came mm-hmm. back, um, uh, Dr. Chris Thunderbird, he's, he's amazing in New York. And he was like, um, he uh, was like, hey, like, can, you know, why don't we do something about it? Like, why don't we fix it? So I was like, yeah, get in there, girl. Get in there. I'm just saying, like, get in there, lipo it up, break it up. And it's just, I think, do whatever you'd want to do to make yourself feel great. And I think that's the thing. And I didn't didn't do it for um, anyone else but me, so... You know, that's what, baby. I said, I said, I want my face to look like a Broadway musical, Frozen, honey. I just want to... I want to... I don't, you know, I don't... I don't want to see expression. I already have like, you know, a two head and uh, I just got to make sure she stays tight and right. Yes. What about, what about a BBL? Cause Meatball is obsessed with the BBL. Obsessed with BBLs. Is that in the, is that in the cards? No. Um, uh, I did. I did think about it because I was just like, "Mm," like, I'm like, I'm the definition of just a tall, like, lanky person i just have what we call the, the nasa tall you know the no ass at all and, and i <laughs> i just no tall, honey. and so i thought to myself like hey like why don't i put it in but you, i can't that's a lot of downtime and i'm such a like workaholic and i and i just want to be like on the move on the move on the move so um yeah i mean the will there TikToks be something it's like the- a six month down like you can't really do well, yeah, anything you, for like yeah, three months like yeah sitting on something and you know i have to travel right now a lot and just like yeah. i can't be sitting on a plane you know on, no, they like, on buy, my side when you come back from your bbl surgery you buy up a whole row of seats and you have so to like, you lay, lay across them with your ass up that shit is yeah. crazy i mean it, it's wild i'm not saying i wouldn't do anything else or that anything else isn't in the cards oh she's got but, something um, scheduled oh. with the good doctor <laughs> but you know a procedure oh, she's sure. doing a, a procedure she likes a procedure i want to be like i think i want to live my career as like elise elliott from first wives club i was just know? thinking yes yeah she's, i have I want, all the emotions yeah, she wants to be, you look great. I mean, you know, I want people to like, just be saying, I was like, I want Tina Turner. I want Jagger. Fill him up. You know? Fill him up. You do look yeah. incredible. And I'm loving all of these musical covers that you've been coming out yes. with. It's Thank incredible you. the amount of work that's going into them. Each one has its own music video. What yeah, is babe. that? What is the experience of like organizing all of that and, and putting that together? So when um, I thought to myself, I wanted to do a project, obviously, because I love a good project. Mm-hmm. I want to do a project when I get back. And um, 
I, uh, on the show in the musical, I played the, the MC and, uh, there was, you know, a lot of like, you know, support around me playing that role. And I just, and when I came back, I remember how much I missed like musicals. And so I decided to release a cover album called maybe this time and which debuted at number two on the iTunes vocal chart. You're welcome. You better do yeah. it. But, um, it's. It, it, I wanted to do a one woman show and travel the, uh, you know, travel where I could with it. And so I've already started doing that. And uh, it tells, I tell my life story now backwards into the first time I realized I was gay through these like Broadway cover albums. Oh. So it's like stand up. And it's so all of the songs that you hear and I've released, it's in the show about what it has to do with my life. Cause I believe like, you know, on, on reality television, you only get to see a little bit and it's not, you know, predominantly your story. Yeah. But I have a chance now to at least like go out and just like, tell people you know just my personal story like who yeah. i am and and maybe you get a better understanding of why i'm such a vicious cunt you know like <laughs> it could it could be that but now, which also, song like, is about graham norton um wow. <laughs> it's called maybe this time it's the title it's a title track <laughs> i mean no, but- i was a whore i was a horrible 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 um boyfriend we were together on and off for a while and it's just uh it's about that you know maybe this time maybe he'll stay it's just because you know i was young and mm-hmm. i was in my 20s and we all know how it like i don't know if you guys feel that way but i was, I was still you know yeah it was a mess and finding out <laughs> who i am and i he he was nothing and has still been nothing but supportive and loving and so I, i'm very lucky to have someone like you know him in my life so i wish i could give you all the trashy details but i think the only trashy details rely on my side so did you how long does each one of these videos take you to make because the rocky horror picture show one there's like a million different angles you're in a ton of different locations around this house like what how long does that take you it's actually that was actually filmed at the belvedere which is the clothing optional resort in cherry grove on fire island Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and who okay. was who was the um who was Rocky? Well, he, he we were gonna he was, we, we're gonna call him a twink, but I think he's maybe aged out of twink. He was a twat. Yeah, he he happened <laughs> to be uh, two funny stories that when I was like filming that video. First of all, like there was a guy upstairs and he was clothing optional, and he was just sitting there, and it was one guy with like a, you know like a, an erect member and he was just sitting like <laughs> watching me film and i was just like this is wild but he honey why do you he, think he was erect he saw you I, in that she, outfit she was loving it she was like mcdonald's <laughs> she's loving it ba, da, ba, ba, ba. um <laughs> but he um he was um jason happened to be walking by and i just remember originally i was gonna have someone else do it and he happened to be walking by and i was just like hey babe I was like, you know, Rocky Horror. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, could you just stand there for a minute? And I just had him like do it right there on the spot. So that's how he was doing it. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. Though. The interior like, of that place is so cool. Yeah, that was it's great. like a time capsule. Even from the outside, it's like this old, like, you know, 70s. It's so, it's, it's, it's interesting. All and the statues everywhere. Oh, I love it. And it was such a great place to film it. Cause I was like, what a perfect place. But I mean, Austin, Austin Nunes, who uh, he filmed all of my videos. He's just great. He has like such an eye and we work so well together that it was like the process goes pretty quickly. You would think it takes a long, long time, but I'm one of those like, let's get in, let's get out, you know, let's make it happen. You know, what's so interesting when you I I think it was in the cast announcement or after maybe the first episode, Uh maybe. Um, but when you released uh, your first music video, uh, uh, is it called See Something, Slay Something? Or is it just called? Oh, uh, yes. 
Yeah, oh, if you see something, right. slay something. When you're in the MTA, uh, so, like I watched that video recently and I was like, fuck. Like you pulled looks together. You had all these drag queen backup dancers. You went uh-huh. out in the middle of the pandemic and filmed yeah. in Times Square. The video yeah. is so cool. I think it's 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 interesting that like VH1, Paramount Plus, Drag Race itself is now it used to be they really just made TV content. Uh-huh. And then all the queens were making social media and YouTube content. And now uh-huh. the production itself is making TV content and YouTube content wow. and social media and all this stuff. Because I was like, this video is great. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised I didn't see it, like, every everywhere. And I was like, oh, because we also had Meet the Queens. We had the thing. We had the, you know, the makeup tutorials, like, all of that stuff. Um, I just just wanted to say I love the video and I know that Austin did oh, it as thanks. well. It I was, was really fun. I was obs- yeah, I was obsessed with that. And like, it was, you know, we filmed uh, most of it outside and we were inside and we had masks and stuff like that. It was very tricky. If you've and you ever, had the clear like, masks on honey. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, Cause you know, like I wanted to make sure obviously we were being safe. Protocols were taken, you know, everyone had been tested. I, at the time, even during um, like when the show was airing and I was getting tested, you know, three times a week. And like wow. you know, two, three times a week and getting like to make sure, you know, I, I being in New York, like you just, yeah, yeah you just really had to be careful with everything. Just so COVID like, tests wait. or were you doing your STI panels? Oh, God. oh baby, baby. <laughs> there, I haven't met an STD test I didn't like, you know? <laughs> wait, I was I like, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you, are you one of those queens that used to ride the subway in full drag to your gigs? Oh, so... I, you know, I pay way too much money to live in a studio in Chelsea. So a lot of the places are very like close for me to all my gigs. Like literally I live two blocks from Barracuda. Mm. Uh, I used to mm. walk to like my brunches. I can walk, you know, go to, to go to um, the train to go to Fire Island. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I still do uh, if it's quicker because of traffic. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally right by the ACE and then jump up there to Hell's Kitchen. But yeah, I ride full drag. I mean, who's going to who's going to fuck with me? I'm literally seven feet in drag. I mean, if you're going to no! fuck with me, like, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> I I'm love ter- that story. Yeah, I'm terrifying, babe. I sit she there said, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm terrifying. I'm terrifying. Wait, OK, so you alluded to this before, but you said when you came back from the show, you said you want to work on a project. You want to uh-huh. make a musical theater cover. When you were younger, what musicals uh-huh. were you into? Like what drew you to musical theater and what, mm-hmm. what musicals did you like? Um, uh, I'm gay, so it's in my blood. OK. Um, <laughs> no, but what musicals did I like? I did. I mean, 42nd Street uh, was just I tapped for 12 years. <gasps> and so, yeah, I'm a tapper. Um, I did national competitions with it. Still do. Hopefully one day you'll see that. Honey, shuffle um, so off 40... the buffalo. Baby, I'm the time step all over you. Face, honey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that. I love to like singing in the rain, like old school, like Hollywood stuff. Um, I just love like big, like Broadway productions. And I, you know, I did a lot through high school. I did uh, the two semesters I was in college. I did all the shows there. And then, um, yeah, I kept doing theater. I just, I think that's somewhere now that I might, you know, head back to, cause you know, I missed that. I would love to go back into doing a show. Um, unfortunately, you know, my doppelganger, you know, Nina West took a uh, hairspray for me. But, oh, wow. um, I'm just Let's kill her. Let's I'm kill her. <laughs> she will <laughs> never come on our podcast. We'll call her out right now. And you know right. what? She's my good friend. She's our she's both friend. of our good friends. We but text she always constantly, but she the swerves podcast. the pod because she she's afraid we'll tell stories about what happened in the UK. Now, before you were on Drag Race, 
you won National Miss Comedy Queen. Yeah, still, still your current reigning. Wait, oh, what? really? Still your current reigning. I'm going to a prelim this weekend. <gasps> Um, out in Tampa, I did one in Columbus last week. We have another Oklahoma City, and then I'll be passing my crown down at the end of March in Orlando, Florida. Oh my goodness! So what? wait, but yes. you did what you have is... an extra long reign because of COVID? Yeah, yeah. What? I have like three three years, and when I won, I won by the most points in their pageant history. It was like fifty points or something ah! that I won by. Yeah. What was what was it like competing in a pageant? Have you ever done a pageant before? Oh yeah. Um, I was a Miss Fire Island. Um, I was a bunch, uh, a bunch of pageants. I wish you could see my house right now. I have this really creepy wall, um, uh, of like, you know, my, my crowns and shit. Oh, but, wow. um, oh the, all did, the winnings. <laughs> the winnings, honey. All, all the winnings. Yeah. I, I think each, every year in drag, I've tried to give myself, um, a goal or, or give myself something to push forward to. So when it was like comedy queen, uh, the first two years I was top three, um, and then I just went back the third year because I was just saying, I'm going to win this. Same thing with um, uh, with uh, Miss Fire Island. Took me like, you know, two times to win that, three times. And so, you know, hopefully just two for a uh, drag race. But um, no, I, uh, I I do a lot of pageants because I, I want to push myself to do these big numbers. And um, I think just it, it elevates you and it elevates your drag and it gives you a goal to look forward to. So you don't, you know, get stagnant you know, you're not doing the same three numbers in clubs. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's good to challenge yourself. And, and I, and, you know, life is a competition. You might as well do it in drag, you know? Do you wow. think, do you think having all that pageant like history behind you and all those wins was why you were able to stay so calm on drag race? Like we yeah. never saw you freak out. You were always just there with the jokes and like there to calm everyone down. <laughs> I did. I did calm. I definitely was a calmer. I, I tried to. No, because be everyone more... was like crying. Yeah. I, yeah. I, they got me, I, as you saw, they got me to cry when they put my mom on the screen, which yeah. when I saw oh. my mom on the screen, I was like, well, fuck, I'm in trouble. Oh, no. Um, because like, I always say like, first of all, my mom, I think has a flip phone. Like who taught her to record something? It's just like, what? <laughs> and that's, it's, she's, you know, booze and Susan from North Carolina. Just <laughs> up, on, up on the screen. And I was like, yeah, it's Hanny. Um, uh, Tina Burner Sr., as I call her. Uh, she, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think so. That's the only time I really freaked out. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of footage of me freaking out and I don't remember, but. No, yeah. I mean, you I really don't remember did. either. You seemed I feel so like, calm and yeah. you were like, it is what it is, Santa. You know what I mean? Baby. I mean, <laughs> it, you're gonna, I was like, you know, I walked in the door and I said, let's see what happens. You know, let's, let's ride the ride. Because I think I, with any situation, you just got to like, you got to give into it a little bit. And and I tried not to, uh, yeah, I tried not to freak out too much because nobody wants to see, you know, well, I guess everybody does want to see you freak it out. I think if, I think if people weren't scared of me so much, I probably would have freaked out a little more. I think oh, there's that fear, fear in some people's eyes that like, I'm a very big personality that, you know, how people are a little standoffish backwards to you. So I, I think given the right person to push my buttons, I could have snapped a little bit more. But luck, <laughs> what about, luckily, what yeah, about when luckily, Rose said, that's what you just said. Oh, I was, I was, I, I was in my feelings right there. So like I was trying to remain calm. That, that you saw, I, I put on pageant right there when I'm yes. saying, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to be a good person. Um, but yeah, it was. I watched that clip back too, and it's really funny. Yeah. And I was just like, I, and I was like, "Good on you! Like, good on you, Rose. That was actually that was like without a beat too. Because yeah. that's 
Because that's when you see, that's when you see the click when it's not a rehearsed one. And I was like, you know, she, she was right on. I was like, that was my applause like, to you, girl. I feel like people don't talk enough about everyone goes like, well, they're, you know, they're in an isolated place and, and they're making a reality TV show. But I feel like people don't talk enough about the no cell phones. Uh, I feel like I would f- be missing an appendix. I would lose my mind. Like I loved it. I love. Really? Did you feel like peaceful in I the hotel room? I couldn't have been more happy. <gasps> I would have given it back for another three months. Wow! Um, wow! I, I personally that's mature. It, it really gave me like time to like reflect and like you find out who you are as a person when you're not distracted so much. And it was it was a, an experiment, and it, it was great. And like I want to, I didn't even like, I really didn't even want it back. I was like one of those, and I was like, I'm good. And then I got it back, and it's just like. You know, you always feel like you're playing catch up or having to do this. And it, and it was a time where you could like just live in the moment without distractions. Wow. Wow. That's an enlightened experience. It really well, is. If it, and it, yeah, it fucks with you. It was great. <laughs> yeah. what, was um, the, what Were there any downsides to like to being there? But like, was there anything that uh, you were like, oh, I miss this? My dogs. Miss my dogs. Oh, I have two. I have two puggles, Shelby and Effie. And um, they're my girls. They're 13 and 14. Clearly, right now, they're passed out on the bed because they find me just as amusing as a lot of people do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They are out cold, honey. Um, Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your rings. 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 Okay, we are back. And when you were younger, and you were in a back. boy band. <laughs> oh, people singing. Oh, I like that. Do you know Wicked? Do you know the yeah. <laughs> that thing? We used, to, we used to we used to do it all the time when like everyone would go out. We would mix that with the one in from Legally Blonde, Legally Blonde, and like oh, try yes. to like and like do all of them. Like I just want to make a mix of just those ending ones and just like. Do the end of something, it would be a great mix to do. Absolutely. I'll I'm add into it to that. My list. Yeah, right. Um, yes, your rings. When you were younger, you were in a boy band called Fifth Ring. Ring, honey. Yeah. Isn't that original, gay? What do they call that when original. you're fisting and you get to oh, the, that's oh, called they the call second, the second ring? No, yeah, the, the ring. ring. I I mean, I have yeah, I can't tell you. I mean, the only time I ever fisted something was a puppet in, in an Avenue Q production, you know? But that's about oh. it. Were you no, off I, a new queue at new stages? No, bitch. I was talking oh. about when I'm home. Just tried to fist oh. a cabbage patch doll. <laughs> um, I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, it was originally called Point Five, uh, which I think was a better name uh, because we were formed together. The the head of the guy who formed it was a, a big. Uh, he owned like Power ninety six in Miami, and like it was like ninety six point five. So we were originally called Point Five when we signed with Universal Records. They changed it to Fifth Ring which I thought was like, what are we in the Olympics? But um, we don't really have a say. Um, uh, yeah, How I mean, I'm, I was, let's see, 19, I think at the time when I signed wow. on. I uh, finished by the time I was, I think, 21, maybe well, 18, 19, somewhere in there. Yeah. What was the audition process? Like you were it, just in the musicals and so singing? You sent, in, you sent in a demo and then they narrowed it down. And then they had like this like week after week 
narrowing down thing at uh, Miami International Mall. It was like a fucking mall tour shit, bitch. And you like went in and yeah, we had judges and went in and went in. And then when they picked the five of us two weeks later or even a week, maybe they shipped us off to Sweden to Stockholm to record <sighs> the first single and stuff like that. It's like boy band boot camp. They just threw us in and hey guys, get to know each other. And we did. And then we did a bunch of, you know, shit and concerts and were any of them weird. gay yeah how many uh, of them yes were so uh, three out I, of five I, well yeah well <laughs> i had to count for a second i was like yeah it's usually the majority yeah there was um i was gay and then um the older uh was gay and then i'm like god who knows who's out uh and then i recently <laughs> not too long ago i found out who we knew another one was gay but uh he has then come out saying he's gay. So yeah, three out of five that I know. Wow. <laughs> oh, that I know. Uh, I mean, I don't know, you know. But did wait, you do why dancing? Would they send you to Sweden to That's where you make pop music. That's, that's where you make that's where you make boy band music, Kenny. That's where like Max Martin, that's where uh-huh. all like the backstreet, that's where everybody uh-huh. went. I, we, no I remember idea. Yeah, who was somebody was recording um in the studio above us. It was uh who was the 18s? Remember the 18s? They were, I like, remember the, the 18s. Um, right. So the, 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 they, anyway, yeah, you go there. And I just remember, I think when we first went there, it was like during what is it, winter where there's like two hours of like sunlight. And was oh like, this my is weird. God. And I remember we went to go see Rent and it was like in Sweden over there. And I remember uh, me and one of the other guys, uh, we, we uh, said we had to leave during intermission because we weren't feeling well because we wanted to go to this gay bar. So it was like our second time there. So we left and went to this gay bar. We had to like, we knew we only had like two hours basically to like do it and get back to the hotel before we were caught. Wow. Oh yeah. And so did you guys ever like tour and perform and, and do that? Or oh, was yeah. it mostly yeah. about just trying to roll out some music and see if it It was hit? mostly about like getting the singles out and rolling with them. And then we did, we opened at um, Miami uh, American Airlines Arena for like, there were like big like concerts. It was like Jessica Simpson. And I think at the time it was like maybe like Snoop Dogg and a bunch of Blue Cantrell. And like it was one of those big like concerts. So we did oh my God. Stuff for that. Yeah, it's like oh, I haven't style. heard that name in so long. That's yeah. incredible. It was cool. It was a cool experience. I mean, checked off my list. So you see, yeah. you just have like the wildest life story. Like, oh, true. Yeah. So you yeah. were born where? North Carolina? No, I I, I was born in like. Uh, out in Pennsylvania, but I grew like upstate really uh, early, upstate New York. I grew up on a horse farm okay. there. And um, horse yeah. farm? I always say I grew up on a horse farm because it explains my face and my dick. That's what I tell people. <laughs> you know? But um, I was no, going to say your up... shoulders, but yes. Speaking of my shoulders, I just was on a plane and it makes me laugh. So I always have to be on an aisle seat because I'm just like the, you know, so tall. But they had upgraded me and I was just in a middle seat. And the funny thing, like even in that comfort plus, but I realized that my shoulders are so broad, even as sitting there, I was hitting both people on both sides, like just mm-hmm. knocking them. And they were like hidden to the side the whole flight. It was great. Also, you're so tall that the headrest is probably on your neck no. normally, right? Yeah, it doesn't even matter. I don't even try anymore. <laughs> are, you like, able, are you able to sleep on planes? Uh, if I am uh, up in the expensive part, yes. Mm-hmm. If I'm not... <laughs> If I'm not, there's just no way. Like, that's the thing, too. If I'm doing a gig in L.A. or anything like that or anywhere far like that, I cannot ride main cabin. My feet, my knees, like everything, mm-hmm. like maybe three, uh, two and a half hours tops without me getting like really, really restless. But if I do, I have to be up towards the front. And it's not yeah, me. You must feel so bitch. claustrophobic. I can't do it. I get so claustrophobic. I freak. Uh, uh, that's yeah, so like, wild. Eh. No, don't like it. Mm-mm-mm. Meatball, where do you like to fly? <laughs> 
You like a window seat, don't you? I like a window seat because I like to lay my head yeah, on the, head. the window. Because no. uh, the thing behind me is too short for me. And I'm not even that tall. Um, okay. Tina, have you ever been to Folsom? Meepal just went to Folsom this weekend. Folsom, I have not been to Folsom. Well, actually, I think I might have been the one here in New York years ago. Uh, oh, yeah. But they I, do like, a Folsom East. Yeah, oh. I do a Folsom East. I, I think I just walked through. It was one of those days like my friends were going. They're like, come. And I was just like, all right. Um, uh, but I went, I definitely went to the black party a couple times here what in New York. What did you call Virginia. me? Stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it. Stop it. No, Stop the black it. party in New York is crazy because it's it's four days or three days long. I, I, I don't even know what they do. I just know I went the one time and I saw someone being like lowered onto like a baseball bat by like the rings on like their jewelry. And I said, girl, like, I'm good. That's not for you. That's too much for you. It's not too much for me. I just was just like, you know, I'm good. Like a check, a seen it. You know, like I <laughs> check, please. Yeah, I'm just like, it's great. I'm all listen, live your life, do anything you want to do, and I'm all for all of it. But it's just like there's something about being in a club, especially like you can imagine going now and just like it'd be like a meet and greet where someone's getting fisted behind me, you know? Yeah, so right. Yeah. There was a, a few like hey meatball, hi meatball while I was like right. just trying to enjoy stuff. Right. Which I do enjoy. Like I like saying hi Why to Why don't people, you but, complain like, about your success, meatball? I'm trying to make it not sound like a complaint. <laughs> but when I'm watching someone swing a ring from their dick and trying to like land it on a hook. Right. It's not, like, it's not the time for a selfie, you know? Yeah, that's time. I mean I'm and I will take every selfie. I'll do it whenever, but it's just like stuff like that. And it's like, oh, you really want to do this now? Like, I have this <laughs> vision, Tina, of you walking around Chelsea, very much like um, uh, uh, Nathan Lane in the birdcage on like the morning after, where <laughs> yeah. she's like, the oh. in the schneck and beckons, you know, just greeting nah. everyone, walking around. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, do you feel is- like Chelsea is very much your neighborhood? Chelsea's my neighborhood. A lot of the gays moved up to Hell's Kitchen, then they moved mm-hmm. up to Harlem, and it's definitely like moved. But um, you know, I've been oh, I've been on this block I think for like fourteen years. You know, wow. So, um, it's it's uh, I've seen a lot of it, and it's definitely changed. But um, yeah, New York's like my home, so that's why a lot of people will be like, "Oh, you've never like traveled here. You've never done this bar. You've done this bar." And like, we have to understand is before Drag Race, I was working like nine shows a week, like for yeah. years and years and years. Busy. So, so I didn't, I didn't have time to go leave the city. It was almost like I was trapped and like, not in a bad way. It was a great way because I was working, paying my bills, but like I couldn't take off cause I'd feel bad. Cause it was my big night or be this or be that. And so one of the main reasons too, I really wanted to get on drag race cause I wanted to travel and I wanted to reach different audiences and, you know, introduce new people to, you know, what a horrible person I am. So I just wanted them <laughs> to see them for themselves. Well, I mean, you have been traveling. I know that it, it probably would have been more if we weren't in a pandemic mm-hmm. during it. Oh, but yeah. like, where have been your favorite places to go? What was, what's been new? Um, uh, I definitely down in Louisville and oh, uh, play. play done in play was great. Um, uh, where else did I go? I was just like, Oh, um, Bebobs in um Bebobs in Al- Al- uh, Mo- Alabama? Is it Mobile? Mobile, Mobile. Bebobs Jerry me a, is so nice. So nice. They got me a little drunk and uh that was that. They like um, to drink at parties. Oh, Were they, they still do party smoking indoors? I don't I don't think so. I don't I wish I could tell you. When um, I was there <laughs> <laughs> when I was there, I did a gig. There was a bear party, and we I did the gig at Bebop's. And 
I walked upstairs and he was like, oh, and upstairs we can still smoke inside because the patio has like windows or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And it, I was like doing my live show, like just like inhaling bursts of cigarette smoke. And I was like, golly, this is challenging. Like I was so not yeah. used to that kind of air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think where else that like I went to, which was um, now it's all, you know, a blur a little bit. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I had a great so time. Such a short amount of time. Yeah, I did. My my favorite, I guess, moment was too when I did, I did uh, Stonewall in Orlando for like opening night, mm-hmm. and then um, I wanted to. So a lot of my comedy queen family because they're all you know from Orlando, and I wanted to make sure that I was back there on the night I was leaving, just because I wanted yeah. to like full circle it. So like right. that was kind of like the fun thing, and like I I was like oh I won't cry. This will be great. Uh, that was then hysterics. <laughs> then you was oh my god! However, too, and my mom like called in between, and I took my cell phone and I put it on speaker and put her on like the mic uh, so aw. she could like talk. So like, yeah, it was cool. That's amazing. When you're performing, yeah. when you're like traveling, do you prefer to lip sync or do you like prefer singing live? Uh, lip sync usually. If I'm not with my one woman show, it's in the one woman show. I sing nine tracks fully. And all um, stand up in between. It's like an hour and ten straight through. Holy so, shit. Uh, that's vocally, uh, yeah, it's vocally challenging, especially when I do two shows back to back. Oh my um, god! Other other than that, um, Beyonce doesn't I mean, even do that. I know. I'm yeah, trying I'm to get, get my I'm, stamina up for a 25 minute show. You're talking about fucking uh, three hours of show. Oh yeah, belting, belting my face off. That's uh, the thing. Like people don't know. It's just like when like, I, you know, I actually will sing, sing, and so yeah. like, um, but that's sing, what I'm traveling sing. besides. Yes, sing, sing, sing. Um, yeah, let's she, let's sing it. Sing she caught the vibe. Yeah, I mean, I'm a mix queen, honey. I was doing mixes here in NYC with the little clips and the movie clips and all that stuff before the girls were doing it in the city. Little like, whip crack years years sound. Ago. No whip crack for me. Oh, I'm, okay. a, I'm I'm more like I used to think of like lip synca and uh-huh. yeah, and she used to do these like telephone calls and stuff like this into it. And so like all I did as a kid is watch so many movies, and I'm like a movie junkie. So I was like, what am I going to do with all this knowledge? So it's easy for me to like, you know, do these mixes and stories in between. So that's what I like to do. But then like, you know, so many people do it now that I think that that's maybe another reason why I switched back to going to this live singing thing, because like, I don't, you know, people don't want to, you know, see everyone do the same shit. And also, which right. I'm not kicking my face off and I'm not, you know, death dropping <laughs> off the stage. If I'm dro- death dropping off the stage, I'm dropping dead. There's like, I just fall backwards. <laughs> and, there's, and I do, I'll do it too. I just like fall backwards and hope my pads catch before my head hits. Oh, <laughs> oh no, very God. Nebraska thunderfuck. Oh, that is one of my favorite videos I've ever watched. <laughs> it is my absolute favorite video. I could watch it. I literally could watch it on repeat. <laughs> and then she did it again in front of RuPaul. Girl. So at, at one of the Vegas parties, which oh my god, I'm going to see that show. You oh are. God, I, I, I went opening night. Yeah. I happened to go oh. opening night. Oh, oh god, right. that was y'all were all at the premiere. No, the season twelve girls were at the premiere. I just showed up. <gasps> Did you yeah. already know you were on the show? Girls. Did no, you already know? Oh no, I was just like. I wanted to go see it. Um, uh, Brandon is uh, a friend of mine and was just like, oh, sure. I wanted to go there. And so I was like, oh, I'll work when I'm out there. And so he was like, oh, do you want to come? And like, just walk the carpet and like, just come. It'll be like fun. And I was just like, yeah, sure. So I went opening night and I had a great time. I I, re- I really thought it was great. It was amazing. I enjoyed yeah, I'm it. I'm really excited had, to see it. I had fun. We were living our lives. We were doing oh a little God. bit of this. Ooh, <laughs> a little bit of this. A little bit 
Well, we're going to take our last break and then get into our final quickie segment right after this. And we're back. Oh, God. Not, a little not rough. The wicked, honey. Oh, yeah. Mama, it's She's... all I care about. It's <laughs> all I care about. Oh, my God. I just went to see uh, the reopening of um, Little Shop because I, uh-huh. I hadn't like, seen it, and it was just everything. I just really? like, Little Shop of Horrors. Need... Who's Jeremy in it? Jordan's Jeremy Jordan's playing. Um, oh, perfect. Humor, and, you know, he, yeah, he's dreamy. On yeah, stage. he's great. He's he dreamy. was my housemate, senior year of college. Oh, great. Give me the stories then. Give me the stories. <laughs> No real stories. He dated a friend of mine who played Nintendo 64 and kept to himself most of the time. Literally was Perfect just like roommate. In, in school. <laughs> like yeah, there Tammy, to sing. T- Tammy Blanchard plays Audrey and she is she is turning it out for me. It's a total different take on Audrey. It's like oh, a, really? Yeah, very different. So it's great. I saw MJ Rodriguez do it when they did it out here. At the oh, Pasadena I'm so Playhouse. mad. That I didn't it was my really favorite fun. version of uh, Suddenly. Yeah, yeah that's, really everyone has fun. said that. But of course, you know, it's the other side of the country. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so it's time for our Robin. final segment, which is called Fuck Talk. And this is the segment where we talk about fucking. Got it. Tina leaned in for all she, of our. She was, like, mm. she was well, like, I was just like, I was like, do you say what are you talking about? She's like, you have you eight say, more minutes of my time, and I, I don't you, like that. No, did you say <laughs> fuck talk? Yes. Or, fuck. Or fuck talk. Wait. What? Oh, talk as in TikTok? Yeah. Oh, fuck talk. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Fuck gotcha, talk. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Oh, she's coming um, for our enunciation now. Yeah. No, 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 mommy. I got all of us have a beautifully redone mouth that we can speak our words with. So no, baby, it's hard. It's hard to speak my words with. I'm telling she you, got I have lips, to do, she I, got teeth. Yeah, teeth, baby, lips, it's tongue. It's up. hard because they that? try. They try to attack each other. Now in drag too, it's like I have lipstick all the time on it because it's just my chompers. You know? <laughs> oh no. Um, do you find that it's easier or harder to find men because you are a drag queen, a famous? Drag um, queen? I mean, that's a great question. Do I find it easier or harder? Um, I just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just like at this point you're just like let's do it my my whole my whole thought process and all of this and sex within drag and not you know not having sex in drag I'm saying like people knowing I'm a drag queen people not knowing I'm a drag queen I think like if somebody's gonna want to do it uh, obviously they know what you're getting into so uh yeah I don't have sex in drag I think a lot of people do and, and I'm two thumbs up to that but if I'm tucking my I'm dick, not, I'm not thumbs down. Y'all are weird. Yeah. <laughs> not y'all are weird. <laughs> no, I, I think <clears throat> if I got my dick up my ass all night long, I'm not going to come home and, you know, let you stick it in, babe. Yeah. Because um, I just <laughs> perform for eight hours. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you're like, when I do a drag show, it's an eight-hour show. <laughs> Other people are like, I did one number. I'm feeling sexy. You're like, no. Yeah. I oh, no. I was like, day. I am like, I'm like roadkill by the end of the night. It's just yes. like, I'm like... Please don't smell me. Just go away. Yeah, I'm it's a- this smell for me. I'm like, I take a full shower. I'm exhausted. And now you want to try to touch me? No, we're good. Um, Do you have any wild and crazy sex uh, stories from the summer? Not in drag? Just like fun hookup stories? Or do you have like a go-to like wild New York embarrassing uh, sexual conquest? Experience? I, I'm trying to think. Anything wild, wild, wild. Um, um I don't. I remember this one time um, I was having sex and like, 
you know, like in New York, like there's like such small space and like um, uh-huh. the, uh, your your heaters, like your little like, you know, those heaters are like right by your bed and stuff. Like that. Yeah. It dries it dries the room out like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And so like half the time you need your humidifier, or, you know, the air conditioning is on and then you have to like because they won't lower the heat and quack, 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 quack. So I remember I was having sex uh, with someone and I literally, you know, was doing the deed. And um, I was like, yeah, it's going to add it. And my nose started to bleed and just blood all over this person's back. And I was just like, work. That's embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. Work, bloody work, back. mama. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a crazy story. That is you know? crazy. It is. Bleeding yeah. all over someone. I remember, I feel like it wasn't this last trip to New York, but it was like maybe two years ago or something. I met up with a guy, speaking of fisting, I met up with a guy to fist him at his yeah. apartment. And what was crazy is that he, again, tiny space. He had lots of roommates. He had like three roommates. Um, <laughs> meatball, some people need roommates in not New York City. Roommate. It's expensive. Yeah, and so three. we went into his room and he had the kind of setup in his room where he had like a bed and a little couch and his own TV and possibly a mini fridge. Like the apartment had oh, a nice Jesus. living room and a kitchen, but I think it was clear that like he wasn't friends with his roommate. So he had like his own little space, but it was all, it felt like it was all crammed in there. I walked into this bedroom. This man had a full sling set up no. in the bedroom. And then he slid the door closed because it was like a sliding door and then like stuffed sheets and like or not sheets but towels under the cracks and then like moved another panel for soundproofing over the door because he didn't want to hear his room he didn't want his roommates to hear him like moaning from getting fisted and the whole like logistical like there were all of these like logistical things we had to do and he was like take your shoes off and then he was like i need you to wash your hands and i was like of course he was like but please do it here in the bedroom so there was like hand sanitizer and like a bucket of water like an old school wash basin because he just liked to keep everything in the room and i was like this just feels so weird he trapped you in there but yeah, then I left pretty comfortably, so he didn't. I feel, I feel like it was like misery with like Kathy Bates. Which yeah, was like right. he was gonna like break your knees. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I sympathize or I empathize or I understand because he was like, I don't want to be loud for my roommates, but I was also like, girl, just say you can't host. Yeah, just yeah. don't host. <laughs> just leave yeah. your home. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Well, my interesting sex story wasn't me, but it happened to me this weekend. I was at Folsom, and I went to Sorry, Oasis. it wasn't you, but it happened to you this weekend? Yeah, it happened next to me. Got it. Uh, I was at Oasis on the roof looking down at Folsom at the fair, so you, so you could see everything. You could see the demonstration stages I and everything. I didn't know Darcy looked like that, by the way. She's beautiful. Dad. She's beautiful. And my old roommate, <laughs> Felony Dodger, was sitting next to me. And she was wearing a skirt, so she decided to take her underwear off. And then she got penetrated while standing next to me, looking me in the eyes. And I didn't know what was going on. And then I, like, kind of, like, took a step back. And I was like, "What? Is, why is this guy so close to you? And then I was like, I have to go! And I just walked away. Also, Felony dressed up like a full baby at your birthday party. Meatball. I Remember know. That? She really goes hard on a theme. My birthday party was Baby Slut Club themed, and she showed up in a diaper. <laughs> No, and everyone else was just like kind of like wearing like a bib or something small, but she like went full out. Yeah. No, there was a guy. There was a guy at I remember at Stonewall. He like came to. He would come to see my shows, but he dressed up 
And like, he was in a big diaper and he used to come in and he asked that they put his cocktail in, the, in a sippy bottle, like a little baby bottle. <laughs> yeah. And like, let's do it. But then I remember the weirdest thing, I guess this is a crazy story too. He was just like, he just sat there and he had like really like good look on his face. And he was just like, just so like relieved. And I was like, oh, it's just happy to see me. And he's like, oh no, sorry. I just, I just went to the bathroom. So. He just, like, literally I literally in the diaper. In, in the diaper. That's why his yeah. face was like, because you know, like when a little yeah. kid makes a shit, they all all of a sudden they like go from looking normal to being like, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. yeah, you know. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Miss Burner. You pooped so, so hard you froze the screen. Oh my god, I can't. I don't understand. No, you're fine. Do the outro. You're great. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Tina. Where can everyone find you, and where should they look out for your next tour dates? Uh, where can they find me? I guess what everyone else like Instagram, the Tina Burner. The uh, look out Tina there, Burner. the Tina Burner. And um, yeah, look out there to see where I'm coming next. I think we're going to Philly next. And then I'm in Charleston and Austin and Dallas and a bunch of places. So. Oh, and she great. got her ooky spooky hocus pocus photos up. Oh, yeah, baby. Because we do. I do a live version of um, it's a parody of hocus pocus called Witch Perfect. And it's all live singing. Yeah. Oh, so yes. the party looks. Also, make sure to go look at her YouTube and watch all of her videos. They're so oh, good. Baby. Um, thank you all so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. Send us an email to sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly or Spiciest Meatball on Instagram or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Turn it and burn it, motherfuckers! <laughs> ah! Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Thanks, Tina. Guys. Doodle doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball, music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.